Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for February 15, 2019. It's a Friday morning, so I love to close out the week strong, head into the weekend strong. Glory to God. We've been uh, looking at a passage in 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 12 uh, for a few days now. We're going to go back to it again this morning. The title of today's message is Boasting in Your Weakness. It is liberating to boast in your weakness, uh, to know that you're not good enough, and to get over it. If you, if you ever get to the point where you know you're not good enough and you get over that fact, then man, it is liberating. There's nothing that that God will be able to accomplish through you when you get out of the way, when you know it, it's not about you. It's not about your limitations. It's not about your abilities, what you can or can't do. It's all about him. So let's get into the word for this morning, this Friday morning. Here we go. Paul said, now I know a man in Christ who about 14 years ago was caught up to heaven. Now, whether he was in the body, out of, out of the body, I don't know. I mean, God knows. He's talking about himself, by the way. He says, now, I know this man, once again, whether in the body or apart from the body, I don't know. God knows. But he was caught up to paradise. And he heard things that really are inexpressible, things that no human should be permitted to tell. Now, I will boast in a man like that, but I'm not going to boast to myself. If I'm going to boast to me, I'm just going to boast to my weakness. Even if I should choose to boast, though, I would not be a fool because I would be speaking the truth. God, I've actually done a lot of stuff while I'm here on the earth, but I refrain so that no one can think more highly of me than they ought to think. But because of these surpassingly great revelations, um, therefore, in order to get, well, because of these great revelations and in order to keep me from becoming conceited, that's why he acknowledged, you know, I don't want to get the big head. So in order for me not to get the big head, in order for me not to get to the point where I'm conceited, I was assigned a thorn in the flesh. This was a messenger from Satan to torment me. Now, three times though, I did ask the Lord to take it away, but God said, no, I'm not going to do it. My grace is sufficient for you. And then he said this, my power is actually made perfect in your weakness. And when he came to the understanding that God's power is actually made perfect in our weakness, then he said, okay, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly in my weakness so that Christ's power may rest upon me. That's why for Christ's sake, I delight, I take pleasure in weakness, insults, hardships, persecutions, and difficulties. For when I'm weak, then I am made strong. So what does this mean to you today? On this Friday morning, I'm talking about boasting in your weakness. I'm talking about actually glorifying in the fact that you are not good enough, that you are weak when it comes to, when you juxtapose your abilities and what God has called you to do, there's no way you could do it. And so when you acknowledge the fact that you can't, that's where the power of God can kick in. So what does this mean to you today, this Friday morning? I have six things to share with you as we close out the week strong, head into the weekend strong. I want you to open up your heart now to hear the Holy Spirit through me, the word behind the word, the voice behind the voice. Six things. You ready? Here we go. Number one, the Apostle Paul. Now, first of all, humility is the key to supernatural success. If you want to be successful as a believer in the kingdom, supernatural success, you must remain humble. The Apostle Paul wrote over half the New Testament. Now, he went on five missionary journeys. He evangelized Asia Minor. He started churches everywhere he went. He served as a pastor of pastors. So without question, God used Paul to leave an indelible mark in this world. And when you consider all the challenges that he had to go through and endure along the way, like he was imprisoned multiple times, he was beaten with rods, he was flogged, like you saw the movie, The Passion of the Christ, 39 stripes, you know, with a cat of nine tails. 
Uh, he was given that five times. Uh, he was shipwrecked on multiple occasions. When you think about everything that he had to overcome, you could say that Paul actually had something to boast about, but he didn't. I mean, his power was in his humility. Paul overcame things that would have crippled the average person, but Paul, he kept going, but he knew that he was not the one doing it. He knew that he could not keep going, right? He could not, as a mere human, do the things that that he was doing, he acknowledged that it was God, which is why he said, listen, if I'm going to boast, I'm just going to have to boast in my weakness. I'm going to have to boast in the fact that I'm not good enough. Humility um, is the key. The humility that Paul was exhibiting was is, is remarkable, right? I mean, as a human. And so you look at somebody that accomplished so much and, and they remain so humble, that is uncommon in this world. And so that's the type of humility that we need to get to. When we acknowledge the fact that we're not good enough to do what God has called us to do. And, and, and we could never do it without God. At that point now, we are in position. We position ourselves to be used of God to change the world. God's strength is only manifested in our weakness. When we think that we're the ones doing it and we're trying to do it in our own power, our own ability, our own strength, then God has no part of it because we haven't allowed him to be a part of it. But when we acknowledge that we're not good enough, we are able to invite God in and God is able to do great things through us. Number two, your God-given assignment is too big for you to accomplish without God. Listen, if you, when you open up your heart to God's dream for your life and you really start receiving vision, divine vision, you're going to acknowledge that God-sized dreams cannot be accomplished without God. Can't. God-sized dreams you can't do those things with just your ability, your human effort, because human effort is not good enough. So God calls you to do things that are so big that it forces you to rely on him. Number three, and this is one of the reasons why, we're on this planet to glorify him. Number three is give God maximum glory. God wants maximum glory out of every situation in your life because our God is a jealous God. We're not supposed to have any other gods before him. That And those other gods include us too. So we should never take any of his glory. Now, God doesn't mind it. Here's the good news. God doesn't mind it when you enjoy the benefits. He just doesn't want you taking his glory. Um, never take credit for something that God clearly did through you, that you could have never done it without God. So if you know that you couldn't have done it without God, then say so. Testify. Let people know that it was God. Let people know that I'm nothing without, I mean, just say so. I'm nothing without God. I just want to give honor to God. Listen, I'm sincere that without him, I would be nothing. I'm only here by the grace of God. Give him the glory. And if you give him the glory in, in a situation like that, where, you, where the spotlight is on you and you deflect the glory right back to God, then God is going to give you more opportunities where you continue to get promoted and you'll continue to be exalted and you'll continue to be elevated and you'll continue to experience success and you'll continue to have moments where people come to a ceremony just to look at you so that you can deflect the glory right back to him. If you keep doing that, then you'll keep moving that way. But if you ever steal his glory, oh man, that's a bad situation to be in. Number four, you cannot complete your divine assignment without divine grace. Paul's assignment was so big that he was clearly reliant on God and his grace. And you and I, we have to live the same way. The only way to maximize our purpose and potential in life is by dying to self. Success in Christ is not a matter of more trying. Success in Christ is a matter of more dying. We have to die. The only way for God to do everything that he's called us to do through us is for us to die and get out of the way. So once you're out of the way, then there's nothing that God can't do. Number five, when you know you're nothing without God, <laughs> 
you just get to boasting how weak you are. It's it's amazing. It is liberating. It's like the pressure's gone. Like you don't have any pressure to perform. Paul was the greatest man of his time, the greatest man of God of his time. He was the he made the greatest kingdom impact of his day, without question. But instead of boasting in his accomplishments, Paul chose to boast in his weakness. Paul's point was that he was nothing without God. Paul was able to do everything that he did, not because he was good enough, but because he knew he wasn't good enough. And that's the key. He, he was like, I'm not good enough, so I'm not even going to try. It's God living in me. He put the spotlight on God. He allowed God to do it. He allowed God to do through him what he could have never accomplished without God. And that's the key. When you know that you're not good enough and you start allowing God to do it through you, then you will live a life as a, as a supernatural. You won't be a mere human any, anymore because it will be God living in you and through you. He will be giving you the words. He'll perform the work. He'll, he'll do things that you could never do without him. And you will live an amazing life and you'll be giving God the glory every step of the way. Number six and finally, last point for this week. There is an amazing freedom in embracing your weakness. I'm telling you now, I used to, early in my walk with Christ, there was all this pressure on me to perform. I got to do this right. I got to do that right. I got to live holy. I got to be right. I got to be perfect. I got to, you know, all these things. The spotlight was on me and the people around were very self-righteous and they were very judgmental. And so they would look down on me and they kind of exalted themselves and they put me down and say, you got to do better, Pina. You got to do better. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to do this. You got to do that. And uh, man, there was no grace in any of that. When you finally embrace the grace of God, it's so liberating because now you don't have any pressure to perform. It's all about God. At that point, listen, I already know I'm not good enough. I'm convinced that I could never do what God has called me to do without him. I don't claim to be perfect. I know that I am nothing without God and embracing that is so liberating. So now when Satan tells me, well, you're not good enough. I'm like, dude, you're right. I know I'm not good enough. And God chose me anyway. Look at God. God chose me anyway. I know I'm not worthy of the, of the assignment. I know I'm not smart enough. I know I'm not strong enough. I know I'm not talented enough. And none of these things matter because I'm not the one doing it. It's God doing it. The only ability that God is looking for from me is availability. So I take my life, everything I am, everything I'm not, I put it in his hands. And when I do, there's nothing that he can't do through me. This is how I perform the supernatural. This is how I complete my divine assignment before I die. This is how I'm going to change the world. You know how? Because it's not me. It's the father living in me. And I'm okay with the fact that I could never do what God is doing through me. I'm okay with the fact that I can't, but he can. I'm okay with the fact that I could never be good enough. Therefore, like Paul, I boast in my weakness for when I am weak, then I am made strong and it is liberating and it is empowering and it is the way that we're supposed to live. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this, and I'm telling you the power of God will be released in your life as you say it. Speak it though from a believing heart. Say this, say, Father, I am nothing without you, but with you, I can do all things. I am not worthy of your call. I can never be good enough or righteous enough to measure up to the standard of holiness that you've called me to walk in. But Jesus was righteous for me. Jesus put on my sin and I'm now able to put on his righteousness. 
Jesus makes me holy. I'm not smart enough to do what you've called me to do. But you give me wisdom that exceeds my education and experience. I don't have the money to do what you've called me to do. But you stored up the resources for me before the world began. In short, Father, I am nothing without you, but I'm everything with you. I boast in my weakness. When I'm weak, you make me strong. My life is all about you. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. You got to apply this word. You got to apply this to your life so that you can become the man, the woman that God has called you to be so that you can leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased because it won't be you doing it. It will be the father living in you. He will be giving you the words, performing the work, doing the things through you. You will live an amazing life when you give your life over to God. Listen, it's Friday. So as you go into this day, as you go into this weekend, open up your heart to be used of God in a supernatural way and get over the fact that you're not good enough. Get over the fact that you're not strong enough. It doesn't matter that you're not smart enough, that you don't have the money. None of that matters. God has millions of ways to get you millions of dollars to fund kingdom projects. You just give your heart over to God and he'll take care of the rest. I love you and God loves you. And before you leave the screen, please share this message on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. Live an amazing life. Boast in your weakness. God bless you.